Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners? Welcome to episode number 89 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Hola, Quasi. This is Chris. That's what I was assuming you were going to do. Wait, you really did? I did. I did. It's a good one. You know me so well. How are you? Uh, Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, how are you? Uh, It's good. It's uh, been a busy weekend. It has been. Uh, It's also been a long time planning for this episode. Yeah, this episode has been months in the planning. Uh, I'm really excited for everybody to, to listen to this episode. It's different. Um, Something it's, different. It's very, it's very different. Before we get into it, uh, I just want to talk about our previous poll results, and then we can get into the speciality of this episode. So, Chris, last week, if you remember, we had the Simpsons, or two weeks ago, two excuse weeks me. Ago. Yep, the Simpsons versus uh, the Belchers. You came in very strong in that one, 69%. Simpsons are well known. And that was a high uh, a vote turnout. We had 52 votes. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. That. Yeah, that's really we, had a lot of, we had a lot of people vote for that one. A lot of people uh, voting for The Simpsons. You've won, I think, like the past like four or five, maybe wow, even six. Really? It's been a lot. That's great. I mean, I used around. to lose a bunch, so maybe it's evening out. No, you're doing great. So, uh, so yeah, so that was uh, that episode right there, and uh, now we got to move on to the creme de la creme, <laughs> if you were, because we have a, a lot to do, and we want to make sure that we have ample time to do it. So, Chris, if you remember. Uh, last summer, we did uh, a Guess the Tomato Meter contest. Sure do. Look forward to it every summer. Well, guess what? What? It's back. It's back? It's back right now. It's Return of the Tomato Meter. For the summer 2019 uh, movies. You can click the link in our show notes, and I will also tweet out and put some links on Facebook, where you can guess your votes for various movies that are coming out this year, this summer. Uh, it's going to start with uh, the new Avengers and even though, like, technically it's not coming out in the summer, but... It's, like, the first big summer blockbuster. It's the big... Exactly. And there's there's a whole bunch of them. There's a lot that I put on this year. I think there's, like, I don't know, maybe even, like, 20? Because there's a lot. I mean, Toy Story 4, oh, the new Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, Artemis Fowl. Artemis Fowl's getting a movie. I read, I read those books when I was a kid. There's a bunch younger. of them. I read a bunch of them when I was younger. And then it ends with uh, the second chapter of It coming out in september oh that's cool wait mm-hmm. was that an angry birds sequel there's an angry Birds sequel coming out that made it i guess that was successful enough to warrant a sequel yeah the only one that's not on here and i apologize because by the time i made this i i couldn't go back and edit the the sheet was dora the explorer the movie which the trailer just dropped like yesterday of this recording i'll, for I'll check it out but according to you it wasn't great <laughs> no after i watched it uh it made me go back and rewatch the college humor ones have you ever seen those <laughs> yeah those yeah. are really funny uh, so anyway, so, so we had a fan who won the, guess the 2018 yeah, tomato meter. And we, Aust- I, Austin Super Cool Barrett. Austin Super Cool Barrett. And I wanted to coincide that with this episode because this is when we we're unveiling the new guess the tomato meter. And his prize for winning the previous one is he got to pick any episode that he wanted that we will definitely do. And he picked a doozy. <laughs> he sure did. Yeah. Uh, 
want to talk about it a little bit? Yeah. So we did multiple Iron Chef America battles. Yes. First battle, uh, Bob Belcher versus, don't tell me his name because I always forget, Carl oh. Casper. Nice job. Yeah. I couldn't remember the whole episode, but mm-hmm. I still remember now. Carl Casper from uh, Chef. Chef. Yes. Uh, we picked a secret, random secret ingredient. It was tomato. We made appetizer course, entree course, dessert course. Yes. Had a really good time doing it. Absolutely. Made a second one. Yes. Uh, and that one was Soup Nazi versus Preacher, LL Cool J's character from Deep Blue Sea. Uh-huh. Secret ingredient was potato chips. Yes. I felt like we were maybe a little more prepared, a little more ready for what we would, what would happen. Yes. So we in my opinion, had better dish food choices for that one. Right. Uh, so Austin's suggestion or his prize selection was cook the food that you guys pitched in your food episode. And uh, that's exactly what we're going to do. Uh, we, I, so I went out and I bought two uh, mobile mics that Chris and I are going to be hooked up to. So if the sound quality is a little different, we do apologize. But we're going to do the best that we can. And Chris and I made the food. Yeah, we, we made we made the three course meals. Full disclosure, we bought some of the ingredients. Like, yeah, yeah. I um, had I had sushi. I bought the sushi. I didn't. We didn't. I didn't want to spend all day making everything. No, it, it would just been. It would have been too much. It would have been too long. Uh, same thing with me. Like I had like a lobster bisque. Uh, so and so we, we did make we did make some of we do, yeah we did we did make some stuff up and an important thing is is that we tried to make food that incorporated our characters. Um, strengths. So, for example, the soup Nazi, I try to make more soup-related two out of three meals. Two, two out, out of three, three soups, and your your entree course went perfect, went well with soup. Yes, exactly. So, really, soup. And, and then for you, for preacher, uh, you made uh, meals that involved uh, seafood. I was trying to, to incorporate for two of them, two out of three, because he worked in the ocean. Yeah. On like an so ocean for you, two research. out of three, you incorporated yeah. seafood as well. Yeah. So uh, that's that's going to be the episode. And uh, so whoever wins the guest of 2019, maybe you can have something crazy yeah, as well. You know we'll do it eventually. Exactly. We'll get to it. So without further ado, we're going to go live to Kitchen Stadium to our guest host. Live from Kitchen Studio, it's Dan. And Allie. Hello. And uh, yeah, both of us are back after a long absence. Um, the last time I was actually on the episode was back in February of 2018. For, yeah, I for for Pokemon Olympics. I was the last time I was on. I think was for the Bachelor one. Long time ago, for like the Valentine's Day. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. You also were part of the um, Christmas Elf. Yes. And uh, what else were you on here for? I think that was. I might have been like on a view viewer type thing, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of the viewers might be confused as to why we're not really hearing from Stephen and. Chris. Right. Well, right now, currently, they are in the middle of preparing the first dish of the Iron Chef Part 2 episode. Yeah, um, I'm super excited for this. Yeah, they uh, moving around. The kitchen is currently in disarray. full swing uh, and in disarray. Uh, from the- we, got, we got a roadblock in the, in the fridge here. Oh, they're both... <laughs> like over that blast so it might sound a little <laughs> bit weird. It's a little bit of a different setup that they normally have. Dan and I are uh, sitting on the table watching them perform their food, getting ready for their preparation. This is mm-hmm. going to be quite the feast. Yes, yes. We literally have our feet up. And uh, just so if there's any issues, they're also wearing some uh, mics on their on their 
um, bodies, and uh, hopefully we can try to incorporate that in as well. <clears throat> so just a reminder, back to what we were doing when and we first made this episode. Um, it is uh, Yev Kazem uh, of Seinfeld, also known as Soup Nazi. Yeah, you can't call him Yev Kazem. He does not Apparently, he does not appreciate that name, so we'll go with Soup Nazi. And uh, in the first episode where we talk about this, Chris kept going back to the argument that he actually was a real Nazi. Um, <laughs> just reiterating, he is not a Nazi. Um, Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, I think the still out on this one. We'll, we'll have that discussion okay, as we go on. So that so the soup Nazi of Seinfeld is uh, versus Sherman Dudley, also known as Preacher, from Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue sea. So is that you, Chris? Deepest bluest. That's me. Oh, Chris, what could you tell the viewers real quick? Sorry to interrupt you, Dan. What exactly are you doing right now? All right. I'm, uh, as you guys might, have, might know, the secret ingredient is potato chips. Yes. Was, we forgot to potato mention chips, that. Right? Potato, potato chips. Potato chips, correct. Potato, potato chips. chips, yes. So I'm going to throw some in the uh, food processor here to make some potato chip crumbs. Okay. It's probably going to be super annoying. Yeah, so uh, just kind of reiterating, the secret ingredient this time was potato chips. Um, and we did three courses. Right now we're in the first course preparing the appetizer. And I'll let Chris quickly process his food. Not as loud as I thought it would be. Yeah, no, I mean, really. The style in which he's doing this is... It's really nice. Yeah. It's gentle. It's actually he's really making sure it's in the right consistency. It's really soothing. All right. All right, so for the viewers also, just a background. I'm Allie. I don't know if you know the relationship to Steve and Chris, but I am Steven's wife. All right. And... It's August. I, since August... And I am Chris's sister-in-law. And Dan, my, my co-host for today, is my twin brother. Yeah. So as I were preparing this, I just want to kind of fill you in on what the original results were. Uh, there was Soup Nazi actually came out with a victory here with 60% of the votes. There was only five votes. <laughs> We'd be curious to see um, after this release how people consider... Um, who should have won now with the with the updated? This is, this is gonna be tough for people to vote uh, because it's based off us. For a medium, but it's based on taste and looks. So yeah. we, we will have pictures up on Instagram and uh, Twitter and Facebook, and we're gonna try to do our best to explain what's going on, so that way the listeners can get a sense of the different foods that we're we're making. Mm -hmm. For instance, and hopefully the judges can also uh, help out with their uh, thoughts on the taste. Definitely, so definitely. The listeners can get a, a good sense of that. Right now, just to kind of fill you in, uh, Chris is currently um, rolling his sushi in the potato chips he's just pureed. This is um, your appetizer, right? For yes, his appetizer. appetizer, the name of the appetizer was the um, California roll, um, <laughs> and that was based off of a, um, a song by uh, Ice Cube. Oh, oh, cool, Jay. Wow, I'm getting my whole thing wrong here. Yes, I'm sorry. Um, and while Chris, Steve is working on his lobster bisque. Yeah, uh, the soup Nazi, or Yev Kassem, well, the real soup Nazi, I guess. I forget what his name is. He goes by the soup man. Mr. Nazi. Mr. Nazi. Uh, he does sell his own soup that you can buy in stores. And ShopRite did have it, but they did not have lobster bisque. Oh, wow. So, uh, 
I am resulting to some canned lobster bisque uh, that I bought, but I'm going to back it up a little bit, just so that way it's not a... Uh... Oh yeah, I should say too, full disclosure, I bought this sushi from a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but you are rolling I'm, it in I'm potato chips. the potato chip a secret ingredient on yes. Yes. Okay, so I, I opened my, uh, my lobster bisque, and I put it right in the pot there, and I, I put a little cream in there. Let's do it to thicken it up a little bit. Mm. Good technique yeah, it's going to be good. Did you see that technique? It was good. Bold choice there, Steve. A little yeah. nervous about this. Yeah. I'm a little trouble getting my potato chips to stick to my sushi. Mm. Not the biggest sushi f- <laughs> enthusiast. Oh, you should get a little wet. I did that, and now the potato chips are just soggy and still not sticking very well. Mm. Oh, there might be some prob- problems. <laughs> this <laughs> might be good for use. This is more like a show with bad cooks than Iron <laughs> <laughs> So we should add that uh, Chris and I, we, we, we went out and we bought all this stuff. You guys been yeah. planning this all week? We, we planned this for a while. A couple weeks, actually. We have to give all credit to Austin Barrett. Yeah. He, want to elaborate? He previous uh, tomato meter, and uh, he emailed us and said, this is what I want the episode to be. You guys need to make this food that you guys pitched uh, almost more than two years ago. Yes. So, so that's what we're trying to do. Did he mention, did he say because he thought the food sounded good? Uh, I don't think did so. Did he think it sounded bad? I think mean, it would be embarrassing. Yeah, because the problem with us doing those episodes is we're just completely just pitching foods on the spot, so it really might not taste good at all. Definitely. The first one for me was way worse. But, oh, the first Iron Chef? The tomato ingredient? The tomato ingredient, yeah. What was your tomato ingredient? Well, my dessert was like a tomato churro. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm glad we didn't do that episode. Oh, yeah. How was your little taste test there, Steven? Lobster bisque, I'm not a big fan of lobster bisque, but it tasted pretty fine. <laughs> what made you pick it then on the, uh... Oh, so that's a great question. So, another thing that went with that episode is we had to act as though we, we pitched the food that our characters would actually make. Ah. So, uh, the soup Nazi, one of his famous soups is his lobster bisque. There, it yes. So, it was so good that it made uh, Jerry's meat B- buckle. buckle. <laughs> and they don't even have to sit down. So that's why I went with the lobster bisque. So I'm going to do lobster bisque uh, covered in some potato chips, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Mine's, uh, mine's almost ready to go. How's your appetizer going? Uh, I'm good to go. You're good to go? All right. I think I'm going to be able to, to uh, make my plate look nice. I'm going to be able to plate mine. These are going to look good. Right now, uh, Steve is currently plating his, his soup and crumpling the chips. While Allie is actually taking photos for any time, anyone that needs to show or wants to see what it looks like. Presentation is pretty beautiful. Chris is currently running around making sure that the. Uh... I just heard Allie say presentation is important, and I got nervous my plate was a little messy. <laughs> Especially because she doesn't even like sushi, she can only joke me on that. Now let's take some last photos, make sure that they, we have the correct presentation shown. It smells delicious, guys. Feedback, if you could. And uh, be honest, you know, we're, we're all family. We're all family here, but, you know, if you want to rip us a new one, go right ahead. I should point out real quick, uh, these are Philly rolls. That's a shrimp tempura. These are California, and that's a shrimp tempura. So if you don't want the tempura, don't eat those. See? I am very impressed with your presentation there, Chris. Oh, thank you. I really am. Although uh, sushi is uh, not very appetizing, looks very appetizing to me, you did a really good job with the presentation there. Well, that's the best I can do, right? I got pictures of both. Okay. Um, Now, joining us for taste testing is um, Nicole, Chris's wife and my sister, and uh, Erica, who uh, is my girlfriend. And, of course, Lucy. 
And Lucy, yes. This is, Lucy, this is Lucy's second appearance on the podcast. Yeah. True, Lucy yeah. is Chris's and Nicole's almost one-year-old daughter. Right, coming up. <laughs> Who's currently <He> was, <laughs> having some issues with the applesauce. <laughs> Will Lucy part- participating in any of this food tasting? I don't think she liked. I got sushi. a, I got a head shake from the mother. <laughs> All right, so um, let's dig in. Dig in. Yes, a little soap in there. Okay, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on the side of my label. Try our soup. It's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I do enjoy the salt and the crunch of the potato chip. Okay. Um, I know you put a lot of, uh, extra whipping, like, uh, what is that? Heavy cream. Not, not heavy cream. cream. Heavy cream. Heavy cream. Yeah. It's a little, um. Too heavy? No, I, I just think it's like lost the taste of the lobster bisque. So I made sure I got some potato chips in the, my bite. Yes. Maybe it's really the potato chip I'm really enjoying. I, um, I think I got a little bit too much, um, potato chips in the bite. I think it actually overpowered the lobster bisque. All right. Take another bite. Um, so I'm going to try one, just the lobster bisque itself. Okay. I, I, I do agree with Allie. I think the, the heavy cream was a bit bit too much. Okay. It, was a, it was a bold move. It's understanding why you did it, but um, I think you lost some of the, the tasting here. All right. I'm, here, I'm tasting more heavy cream than, um, than, lobster, than lobster bisque. Right, I might have just put a little too much in. But the flavors together do really are really good. All right, so we're going to now try uh, Chris's creation. Chris, I'm not excited for this. I'm so sorry. Not because it's you. Um, okay, so I'm going to take the uh, California roll. And just so everyone's aware, um, around the outside is crushed potato chips. And uh, he also garnished the top with some more potato chips. And I also had a nice little um, presentation with a ruffled potato chip on top when the four um, combined. Uh, it looks... Pretty appetizing. Let's see what we can get. The big crunch. Mm-hmm. Had to turn away from the microphone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Nicole is trying the lobster bisque. Pretty good. Ooh, she says pretty good. All right, I'll take that. That's what I said the first time I tried it. <laughs> is it? You said not bad. Oh, not bad. <laughs> a little bit different, huh? Yeah, a little more positive. So I actually really enjoyed the potato chips with the sushi. Um I think it was a little, maybe a little dry though, but um, overall the, the the next nice little texture, and oh yes, yeah, so I have to make sure I use the soy sauce for feature. Um, but it was nice texture, uh, gave us some new flavor profiles. Definitely enjoyable. Just so everyone's aware, uh, both Steph, Steve and Chris are currently on their second meal. Um, Chris is currently cutting up. It's amazing. Some basil. Ooh, nice. It smells really good. It smells like a pizza. Fresh basil. And uh, Steve, what are you doing right now? Uh, I currently have some bacon on the burner because uh, I'm making a uh, turkey BLT with a side of potato chips. <coughs> I was inspired from uh, the soup Nazi because uh, I went and actually had uh, soup from his restaurant once. And she served more than soup, one of which was like a simple turkey uh, BLT. So I thought that, that would be a good choice just for simple uh, entree. Mm-hmm. One thing that you kept reiterating when you were doing your episode, you kept saying um, on his menu was, we are soups. 
and then also saying and so much more. So this is the so much more portion oh, there we go. Um, of the soups. Yes. The uh, the turkey club is also found, um, and you also said that inspiration could hit whenever it, it strikes, and uh, this is also one of those inspirations. I do want to note, on a side note, uh, that Erica did come back for seconds, and it was for Chris's seconds. Yeah, well, she did also have a, a significant ma- amount of the lobster bisque. <laughs> she says she's here for the food. I'm going to try to bribe the judges right now. No, with bacon. I'm going to send some bacon over to the judges. I would literally forfeit if you gave me a piece of bacon. <laughs> so we are, um, this bacon is open for the gra- grabs, correct, Steve? Yeah, that is, that's uh, the bribe, that is pure bribery to try to get you guys to vote for me for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> now, because um, you're making the um, turkey club with also turkey club BLT. Yeah, um, So are you doing a second round of bacon? I'm going to. Nice. Yeah, I just need some time to go. <laughs> okay. I have to make this bechamel sauce. Then I have to fill my manicotti. Then I have to put it in the oven. How was it in the oven? Only like 15 minutes. Then I was gonna um, try to fry them and just crush the potato chips, but I don't know like logistically how it's gonna work. I don't know how this sound is coming through on the audio. I'm sorry if it's really annoying. Um, we are hearing the whisk. I'm whisking some uh, butter and flour. I'm actually using gluten-free flour. Uh, he's playing at the judges too. Yeah, but I couldn't find gluten-free pasta. So that does, if there's a gluten-free judge, they can only have the This is some quality bacon. <laughs> I'm glad you I have, um, I gotta say, it was like respectfully declined the bacon. What type of potato chips did you both buy? I think we failed to mention. Um, Chris bought hers. Excuse me, hers, kettle cooked, and I bought Lay's original, uh, family size. Was there a strategy behind that? Was that just your favorite type of chip? I thought, like, when I think of a potato chip, I kind of just think of, like, a Lay's, like, a yellow bag. I think we specifically mentioned kettle cooked chip in, 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 in one of them, I think. Oh, yeah, okay. One bag of the, like, lattice cut or waffle cut ones, because I thought they would look nice or good. Well, the thing is, I was actually wanted to mention that, that I really did, like, the lattice cut. For your presentation there. Now, a little fun fact is that there actually was an episode in Iron Chef America with potato chips as the ingredient. No, yeah, there was an episode. Yeah, what did they mean? I forget. It was on. You could watch it on the Daily Motion. That one, like video, like it's kind of like YouTube, I guess, right? It's kind of like a YouTube. But um, so they did this thing, and it was um, Iron Chef All Stars. And it was Iron Chef versus Iron Chef, and the secret ingredient was potato chips. And uh, they also had to do like a special technique. I think they might have had like to puree it or something. Um, exactly what they had to do. Culinary curveball was the French press. Oh, that's what it was, the French press. There's some really weird secret ingredients that they did on Iron Chef America. Like, yeah. it was looked like the first season, I think one of the secret ingredients was like cheese. Hmm. Why is that weird? Because, like, that's not really, like... That's oh, yeah. pretty that's like, easy. You're probably putting cheese in your thing just like luck. Right, exactly. Mine has cheese in it. So you boom, there you go. Was you know what? Tyson cheese, maybe? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's just cheese. I can say for the, the most recent season, season 13, secret ingredients are pretty um, standard. 
there's blue cheese, which is can be kind of hard to bake with. Yeah. Um, a wagyu beef. I'm not familiar with that one. Okay. Carrots, which is pretty standard. Next one was swordfish. That would been really good for preacher. So in case you guys are wondering, manicotti, uh, meaning um, muff or literally little sleeve or little shirt sleeve, is an Italian-American pasta. That is the most adorable description I've ever heard. Yeah. Very now, what is the uh, typical type of cheese that goes inside manicotti? Is it a ri- uh, it's a ricotta filling. Ricotta. But mm-hmm. it's like, similar to like lasagna or something like ravioli like that. So my filling in, in mine is um, ricotta cheese, Parmesan cheese, crab meat, and an egg yolk. This is okay. based on a Giada de Laurentiis recipe. Oh. So hopefully it will be good. And where do the potato chips fall in this ah, recipe? So what I was going to do is make the, completely make the manicotti and then somehow bread them in crushed potato chips and then fry them. But I realized after like working with the manicotti, I think that's going to be nearly impossible. So I'm probably just going to make it as normal and put crumbled potato chips on them. Okay. okay. So it won't be, it won't, it won't be fried. Now, uh, Steve, how do you intend on incorporating your potato chips? Uh, mine does have bacon. Uh, the way I'm going to incorporate the potato chips is it's, it's the side of a club sandwich. Okay. It's just what you, you know, you get at a diner or uh, at the Soup Nazis uh, stand in New York. And then just, I mean, you really can't beat a nice sandwich with a side friend. Uh, I almost said French fries. Uh, <laughs> potato chips. Bold move there, Steve. Talking about something other than what's in your dish. I'm just, although it looks very delicious, I'm a little nervous about how the potato chips will go with this. Yours is so safe, Stephen. I don't know. Mine's very safe. Very safe. Wow. So Chris is right now torching his manicotti. So Steve, why don't you quickly talk about what you're doing as you're you're plating? So so I'm currently uh, plating my uh, my potato chips for my uh, turkey BLTs. Okay. What kind of uh, potato chips are you using here? Uh, I'm going kettle cooked uh, with a waffle cut. Okay. That was generously donated by Chris. That was a good call. Waffle cuts have a good effect. Just don't use all the big ones. I need some for my dessert. I got you. I need a good like curl one for my final presentation. So Chris just put down the plate. Nice cross section there with my sandwich. Oh wow. Wow. Oh. So. Final plating of, of Chris's is um, interesting methodology. What was the, your thought process behind this? In general or with the potato chips? With the potato chips and also with the sauce on the side with the potato chips. Oh, that's the fancy thing they do where they smear it on the plate. Mm. And then I put a potato chip on top of is it. Is that so. what that's supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I like it. It's a white sauce on a white plate, so it doesn't get a great effect. I love the, the colors, the, the vivid colors. Like, the coloring on Steve's uh, turkey turkey club here is um, spectacular. So we're Do I still have a fishy flavor to this? There's crab. There's crab. Oh, I missed that. I must have been That's asleep. That's my uh, air quotes shark. <laughs> shark manicotti. It's imitation shark it's, with crab. Uh, stand by your manicotti. It's a little hot. It's um, steaming right out of the oven. Right out of the oven and also just recently charboiled. Yes. Wow. There's more sauce if it's good. If it's not good, uh, don't have any more. <laughs> Chris, I must say, this is very good. Thank you. I feel like your assessment of the cheese prior to it t- to putting it onto manicotti 
was accurate in the sense it needs a little bit more of a seasoning. Mm -hmm. But the crunch is good. I don't really taste the flavor of the potato. Maybe a little bit in the aftertaste. Yeah. I do have to say that um, the crab here kind of gets drowned out by the manicotti and the cheese. It's not like a um, unique flavor that's being introduced. That's good. That bite I just had was really good. Oh, I made a mess. <laughs> it's interesting because I, I actually thought the crab was not defined, but Steve said that it was. I, I, I tasted it. I don't, I don't think it's a super strong flavor anyway, but... Hey, you're, you're the judge. You can have your opinion. Now, Stephen, I don't think there's there's only ch chips on the side of this. It's not incorporated. Yeah, he really just made his secret ingredient a side of chips. Uh, I don't I don't like that. <laughs> I, I completely understand your your complaints with that. Okay, now I'm going to. So really, it's a sandwich with just up. chips. Did we talk? Did that come up in the podcast? I feel it like did, I it did not. It did not. Well, through the chance of the property. Oh, you know why? Because I also, for my dessert, I'm just putting. Well, I won't say. Yeah. And also, <laughs> the same thing. all right. So I'm now digging into Steve's um, turkey club. It looks very well presented. Like I, the night layers are really done nice. Mm -hmm. uh, the only thing is that the cheese was a little bit more melted, but and there was an actual yeah, potato yeah. chip in your bite. Yeah, <laughs> that, that as well. But um, the turkey itself was is quality. Um, not too much bacon in in the bite, and um, you know the, they use a cheddar instead of like uh, other cheeses. I think it was a good choice. I've actually I actually did that as an inspiration to you because you told me how they made American cheese. Yes. And I've tried to stay away from it. Yeah. I mean, I've always assumed it was not good for you, but actually hearing it now, it's like, oh boy. Is that your dessert you're working on? This is my dessert that I'm working on. Can you tell us what magical ingredients we put in that letter? Yeah, so 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 we we have our entrees. I'm I'm gonna just finish prepping up our desserts here. So sticking with the soup Nazi theme, I am creating a chocolate mint soup, which serves as a dessert. It has some cocoa powder, some dark chocolate, sixty percent, and some sugar, and uh, some milk, and some cream. And I'm gonna blend it right now, make some noise, and hopefully this tastes really good. I haven't done it. It looks good and it smells good. See, chocolate, when you said chocolate soup, it doesn't sound great to me. No? Well, we're gonna see. What I pictured was just having chocolate ice cream and letting it melt. Are you ready for your dessert? Yeah, so um, I'm just waiting because I have a scoop, scoop ice cream in my bowls. I'm gonna be good. Mine's gonna be ready to serve. Okay. I just uh, grabbed my sous chef real quick here. Thank you, sous chef. So I am still enjoying this turkey club. Chris, what about yourself? So mine was the um. What was my what was my pun title with my LL Cool J song? Did you? Did you? It was yeah. Mama said knock you knock out, you out. Banana, banana split. So this is a banana split. I mean, if uh, you want a real cooking show, you'd probably make your own ice cream. But since I'm not on a real cooking show, I just bought some ice cream. And I'm sticking some uh, bananas and potato chips in it. What kind of um, ice cream do you go with? In so this, this is a um, butter pecan. Mmm. 
Now, um, do you, can you think of like reasons why potato chips would work well with the butter pecan? Well, I think a, a salty goes well with sweet, so this will be like a salty crunch with a sweet um, potato chip. Mm. And a little caramel. Good to go. Didn't look as cool as I pictured in my head. Oh, wow. Is that a mint leaf? That is indeed a mint leaf. That's oh, nice touch. Mint flavor right there. Wait, that's the only thing flavoring it with mint? No, I, I put some mint in there. That is beautiful. I'm gonna pick all the okay, pieces. and then can I um, a spoon? So, first thing I did with Steve's <clears throat> was just simply taste the mint chocolate soup. Um, I get it's it's delicious, by the way. Um, the the mint flavoring is a little muted, okay. but um, the chocolate. Texture and the, te the temperature actually is pretty good with it as well. Um, it's not nearly as hot as I was expecting, but it actually it's good. I think if it was too hot, it would be too much. Uh, and I'm going to be now taking a bite with the ice cream. Very good. I think with the combination of uh, the potato chips actually is, is, is nice. Chris did remember the potato chip this time. Is that a caramel? Oh, it is a caramel. Oh, my goodness. Oh, these are both outstanding desserts. I have both the, the um, all components. I had the ice cream, the banana, and a little bit of potato chip in there. Ooh. And some caramel. And caramel. And I'm going to try this now as well. I think this is does really well with the potato chip, where I feel as Stevens is not as matched as well as with the potato chip, but I loved that. I like too. See, I disagree. I think the potato chip with Steve's is, is actually a really nice combo with the bitterness of the chocolate. Um, it kind of makes it a little sweeter. But this is kind of just like just textured, in my, in my opinion. But both very good dishes. Now, we'll, um, the judges will reconvene and uh, quickly decide on something, and we'll bestow upon the winner. So we broke it up into three different categories again. It was the appetizer, dinner, and dessert. And we voted on taste, look, and incorporation. So for a quick reminder, for the appetizers, Steve made a lobster bisque with sprinkled um, potato chips on top. And then uh, Chris made the California rolls. The California, uh, this pun was California rolls, uh, California by um, Ella Cool J. And um, he also rolled the the sushi and potato chips and so for appetizers um chris won like almost a landslide um and the fact that he almost got all the votes except for one which was towards alley with the, the the look for the taste for lobster bisque now for dinner uh, we're going to quickly recruit regroup on that one and steve made um, a turkey club with elt and had the potato chips on the side of the dish while chris made the uh, stand by your man Nakati um, dish with crab. He had incorporated that by having a sprinkle of the potato chips on top of the Nakati. And uh, again, Chris won majority of the votes here with most most people voting on his look, uh, most, on, most on his taste and incorporation. However, they thought that Steve had a better um, better look um, since his dish was deliciously plated. And for the final round, desserts, Steve made a delicious dish, um, mint chocolate 
with mint chocolate ice soup with ice cream on top. Originally forgot to incorporate his potato chips. And Chris made a, um, Mama said, knock you out banana split with caramel. And uh, Steve won this, di- this dish with most of the people voting for him across all three. Um, even though um, you know, it was a very close to, close one on that one. So final results, Chris won two and Steve won one. Uh, nicely done, Chris, on the Iron Chef as well as Steve for uh, some quality meals. Um, this has been an honor to bring back on Iron Chef. Thank you guys for having me on this, and I'll uh, bring it back to you guys. Wow, Chris, that was intense. That was fun, though. It was a good time. Uh, a lot of food was eaten. And, um, yeah, I could have probably eaten more cause I was like busy cooking. I had to like sneak tastes of your lobster bisque. And, and uh, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Uh, sushi rolled in potato chips is delicious. <laughs> I, I thought that was very good. I also think putting potato chips in ice cream is very good. Yeah. That was a nice, uh, discovery that we uh, figured out there. And you made what I would consider probably the perfect BLT. Really? Like it was beautifully it was like the bread was perfectly toasted oh, thank you your cheese your your turkey your bacon were all like perfectly cooked like thank you it reminded me of the scene in chef where he made the grilled cheese because even though you didn't grill the cheese it wasn't a grilled cheese right but it was just like a perfectly constructed sandwich oh thank you mm-hmm. your um your man what was the manicotti stand by your manicotti stand by your manicotti that was really good yeah and, i never and, made that before i thought it turned out pretty good and the, and the crab meat inside went really really well with it and the nice drizzled uh, potato chips on yep. top i thought it was delicious i think it maybe just needed like a couple more things like if i had time maybe like some onions in it or something okay. just something else to have a little more flavor we had some onions i should have told you uh, i wouldn't yeah have had I, I know right chop and cut right. cook them or whatever i was already like that already took twice as long as anything else we made it's okay though. We, we, we made it well. So, uh, we, we had the results from our judges who said that you won two out of three of the meals, but we're also going to open it to you, the fans. So there will be a Twitter poll where you can vote for who you think won between, uh, myself, Steve or Chris. And there will be pictures to go off of. Yes. I will, uh, I will include pictures on Instagram so that way you can actually visualize what they look like. And our uh, food photographer did a fantastic job. She, she's very good. Yes. It looks it looks like stuff worth that you could see. Exactly. Every penny was worth it. It looks like food that you would see like uh, on like on an Instagram food account. Eh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. 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 I think you won on presentation on everything. So your food looked like Instagram food. I'll take that. I tried to do like a chef like like decoration with sauce. Oh, and you like, but so it, you like swipe it? Yeah, but it was like white sauce on a white plate. It just looked just dirty. It disappeared right into yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, thank you very much to uh, Austin is Super Cool Barrett for suggesting that episode. It was a lot of fun. Hopefully it, um, and you guys enjoyed it as well. Let's see what we come up with, uh, our fans come up with next. Yeah. I'm always excited to see yeah, what happens. Great suggestion. Absolutely. I hope we don't have to do the tomato one. I don't know if that one will be good. No, mine, oh, my, some of mine were gross. It'd be really gross. I did like a tomato churro. I don't want to make I that. I remember that. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. All right, so please remember, as always, to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Hoodwin cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. But there is one more ingredient to this battle. Our secret ingredient. The theme on which our chefs will offer their succulent variations. Today's secret ingredient is... Potato chips! 
The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.